Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. Now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. Welcome back to another incredible edition of Market Impact Insights. You know, one of the key questions that's facing all of us in business during the COVID-19 pandemic is how do we stay strong during the crisis? This is especially important for small and medium-sized businesses that are facing a wide range of challenges uh, during this crisis. But I'm thrilled to have TJ Fox a senior leader from Verizon, one of the largest wireless and wireline providers in the world, joining us today to talk about the changing face of business communications and how Verizon is helping small and medium-sized businesses and their communities stay strong and get positioned for future success. TJ knows a lot about that business and communications landscape. He is currently Senior Vice President, Verizon Business Markets, where he leads 5,000 sales professionals that are supporting small and medium-sized businesses with both wireless and wireline solutions in the U.S. that has a revenue impact of $12 billion. TJ has been with Verizon for 27 years, serving in a wide range of executive leadership roles, including Senior Vice President of the Wireless Business Group, Senior Vice President of National Operations for Verizon Wireless, and President of the Illinois-Wisconsin Region for Verizon Wireless. TJ has been named a Crane Chicago 40 Under 40 Award winner. He is a seven-time recipient of the Verizon President's Cabinet Award for Sales Excellence and has served as a board member for the Chicagoland Chamber of Commerce. He is also currently serving as Chairman Emeritus of the National Board of Prevent Child Abuse America. TJ, welcome to Market Impact Insights. Hey, Dan. How are you today? Thanks for having me. Uh, Doing great. And uh, I really want to start out, you and I both share a background in wireless. I've been out of that uh, market space for a while, but uh, that's really been your career. You've been working in it for nearly 30 years. And we know that that's been a very innovative, competitive market that has undergone a lot of change. What's your perspective on how the impact and role of wireless communications in business has evolved? What's different now? What really hasn't changed? Yeah, Dan, I think, uh, you know, you, you, you were in the business uh, when I started and uh, um, it was kind of an amazing thing to start having wireless communications, uh, mostly in car vehicles, uh, and then watching that evolve uh, into kind of uh, what we see today from a mobile standpoint. Uh, I, I can remember when having a car phone and having it installed in your car and what that meant and how it drove business, uh, but it didn't get to the masses uh, until as we started getting closer and closer to uh, the beginning of 2000, as the devices got uh, smaller, um, less expensive, and they did more. And then they, they had broad-based appeal uh, across, uh, across the, the U.S. and, quite frankly, across the globe. You think about it has changed everything. Um, it used to be just a phone call. Then it was a text message. Then it was uh, when 3G happened, uh, when we launched 3G at Verizon. 
you could uh, surf the internet a little bit, get a little email on your uh, on your laptop, and then 4G uh, really started industries we had never thought. Uh, um, I think, uh, can you imagine, you go back uh, 15 years and you'd be getting in a stranger's car to take you uh, to the airport or sleeping in a stranger's bed uh, as you travel the world. These things were all enabled by mobile devices um, and quite frankly, communication devices. Um, uh, so the, the last 27 years, which you were around in the first seven years of that, um, has just been an amazing um, uh, scenario for really the globe and uh, the industries that it started um, and has uh, flourished um, is uh, just quite remarkable. Right. And, you know, it's, it's been so much about form factor of the devices, you know, as those became smaller, lighter, of course, that I think contributed to just greater uh, use, right, and greater acceptance. And then also then just the applications, the power that could be packed within those devices. So productivity and impact has certainly uh, really just uh, gone through the roof. Absolutely. Um, you can't, uh, you talk to, I talk to my children who are teenagers and, and <laughs> you just go back in the time machine a little bit and they, they can't even imagine uh, what we were doing just 15 years ago, 10 years ago, because they're so used to what's happening today. And uh, really, I think we're still just on you know, the beginning stages, especially with 5G and uh, bringing um, broadband like speeds uh, across all uh, industries, um, uh, not only here in the United States, across the globe, uh, I think will be uh, revolutionary uh, as we go into the fourth industrial revolution. Well, for as much that has changed, one thing that hasn't changed is the power of relationships in business and in providing these mission-critical services. So I'd like to, to get your perspective. Obviously, you and your organization, you're focused on small-medium business and, and supporting them. Uh, but what do you feel are the most important ingredients to successful long-term relationships and partnerships? And what ultimately drives customer satisfaction? Yeah, Dan, I, I would say that uh, some of the guiding tenets that uh, I have um, uh, learned, uh, been a part of, watched uh, in my career is kind of what's the difference and uh, what's, what, what makes the difference between a great company, a great organization, a great individual contributor, a great network. Um, and to me, it's kind of come down to three things. It's come down to people, having the right people in the right places, um, leadership, when I say leadership, Dan, I don't mean myself. I mean that everybody within an organization or a family or a small business or a restaurant, that they're all leaders. And then having a solid strategy, but having maniacal execution. Those to me are those three guiding principles that uh, I've seen, experienced, and tried to replicate and duplicate uh, in the organizations that I've been a part of. And uh, from a, a partner or partnering uh, perspective, um, I, I would say that um, at Verizon, we partner more today than ever before. I think we come from a legacy of uh, uh, we'll do it ourselves, we'll build it ourselves. But uh, as you know, we have just described all the applications and things like that that have come because of telecommunications, because of uh, the advent of uh, mobility um, and now broadband mobility and 4G LTE advance and 5G uh, partnering <clears throat> with uh, strong partners to bring the solutions that small and medium businesses uh, need in their day-to-day -day business to compete, quite frankly, but to care for their customers, uh, I think is uh, uh, these are table stakes uh, for us as we move forward here into a 5G world. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there was something you, you said, uh, TJ, there that, and we've talked a lot about it on this podcast. We've talked about empowered leadership and 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 how that drives more successful relationships and the idea of trust and, but then the empowerment and, you know, also the philosophy of this podcast where in business, it's all about making a positive impact every day. But I think what you were saying there is that it doesn't really come down to a single leader or an executive type of mandate. It really comes down to every individual inside of an organization has the empowerment to go and drive those, those relationships, drive that impact, right? At an individual level. Absolutely. Um, I, I've uh, had the opportunity to um, not only in Verizon, uh, but watching other companies um, in my uh, in my experience and, and working with other companies and watching companies, small, medium, large enterprise uh, compete in the marketplace. Um, and what I see is uh, the ones that are empowered, uh, the ones that uh, maniacally execute, uh, the one that have great brand trust. Um, these are the ones that uh, stand out over time as they continue to develop their employees, be a great place to attract employees uh, to come work from them so they can be innovative uh, as we move forward. You know, some of the core values uh, at Verizon, Dan, I mean, uh, you know, number one is like integrity and respect and accountability and performance excellence and social responsibility. But our brand is all about innovation and trust. And uh, it's not just one leader. It's not the CEO. It's not my boss. It's not, it's not myself. It's everybody that uh, touches a customer is being innovative or whatever roles and responsibilities they have to do, whether you're a large uh, company like ours or, you know, a four-person company that's uh, doing something very innovative in the local community in which they're uh, serving. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So I'd like to, to shift gears here a little bit, TJ, and, and focus on our current situation. You know, we're in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and obviously this has been uh, challenging for, for all of us. It's put a lot of pressure on businesses, large, but also the small, medium-sized business across a wide range of industries. It's forced companies to reevaluate and really evolve their overall approach to how they get their work done. Now, as the leader of a large sales organization, that's 5,000 people at Verizon, what are some of the biggest challenges you yourself have faced and what changes have you embraced and driven through your own team? Yeah. Look, I mean, who would have ever thought, Dan, um, as we were coming into this year uh, with our business and uh, we had a great January and February and all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're a global business and we were uh, experiencing and, and kind of dealing with the COVID pandemic in some of our offices around the globe. You know, we do business in more than, you know, I have offices in more than uh, 40 countries. And uh, we started planning ahead a little bit. But I, even when we were planning, I, I was like, OK, this will, you know, this will settle itself out. But uh, by the end of February, early March, um, we made a decision uh, as a company that we were going to get everybody home as soon as possible. So we have four stakeholders in the business, Dan, uh, you know, that we, we uh, care for every day. Employees, number one, customers, um, uh, society and shareholders. So we had to get our employees home. And, and I will tell you, 3,500 of those employees, um, they're, they're already flexible. Um, you know, they travel on airplanes. They're, they're going, you know, geographically dispersed, working in and out of office, working in and out of with customers. But then I had another 1,500 employees that uh, were in call centers doing customer service, engineering, um, you know, solution selling. And we didn't really have a playbook for that. And, uh, 
but within eight days, we got everybody home. And then we started using our own technologies to get them up, up, and, up and going uh, very quickly, uh, kind of 24-7. <laughs> you know, we were working behind the scenes to where our customers uh, were relying on us uh, immediately. Um, and uh, we never really missed a beat. So uh, we build our networks for hurricanes, you know, and tornadoes and fires. Um, and uh, what I would say is uh, we have held up very well from a network perspective uh, across the U.S. and across the globe. Uh, but the employees have been incredibly resilient, and I, I can't be more proud of uh, what they accomplished. And I, I, even when we went into this, I, I never expected that here we would be, you know, 110 days later, still in this scenario. And uh, we've had to really uh, get into uh, after, you know, the first few weeks where we were kind of in a business continuity move, uh, um, um, motion, Dan, we got into more of a business BAU or business unusual mode uh, as we were uh, caring for our customers. So I think um, and now here we sit um, and uh, we are delivering everything that we delivered before just in a new environment. And uh, it's been um, it's been a challenge, uh, Dan. I think um, lo losing the connections that you have in the office, uh, losing the connections with customers, these are things that we've had to care and feed for in our culture like never before. Fortunately, uh, while our culture is never perfect, our culture was strong. Um, and it, it didn't come from me, Dan. Like I said, it comes from everybody within the organization, driving that culture, the, the, con the connective tissue between each other. And then, quite frankly, utilizing the technologies that we're, we're utilizing um, to then assist our customers in utilizing those same technologies so they can, if their business can be open, uh, that they're open in a much different uh, way than they were uh, before they went into COVID. Yeah, yeah. And they say sometimes that uh, a crisis is the best environment to really motivate even uh, more breakthrough innovation. Have you found just internally that just out of necessity that there's just been even more within that culture of innovation, even more uh, pressure or and then just follow through, I guess, in terms of thinking outside the box? I would say that um, we're, we're a very big business. I'm a big business. And, you know, I pride myself on uh, trying to act, uh, you know, a, 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 as a company, a, a fraction of its size. Right. We went into this. And we were making decisions. I was making decisions. My leaders, my VPs were making decisions so fast and furious um, that and then we started innovating at a rate that, uh, quite frankly, I had I have not seen. And then our our, inter, you know, our our IT organizations and all of these, we've been able to bring things to bear that uh, we had on the table. They're like, OK, in the next 12 months, we're going to do X, Y, Z. We've done those in like 38 days. Because these were plans, we were doing major transformation, uh, but some of these um, were incredibly important for us uh, to serve our customers in a remote environment or bring products and solutions uh, to the customers um, that uh, would benefit them uh, in the environment that we're currently working today. I think the other thing, um, now that we are all home and we're working, uh, we have been looking at how we're going to operate differently to create uh, tremendous flexibility. An example, Dan, would be, you know, we have a, you know, we do inside sales or telesales in our, let's say, our wireless group. And 
obviously our stores were closed and people might not have been comfortable, you know, going out and things like that, but they still had demand for wireless and our, uh, uh, our telesales calls were exploding. We ended up redeploying lots of resources in and around my organization. So, TJ, the COVID crisis has been particularly challenging for small business, and you have a lot of interaction with your customers. Um, how are they coping, um, and how specifically have you helped them come through these rough times? Yeah, so, uh, Dan, I think... Uh, you and I both know that uh, small and medium businesses uh, in the United States uh, employ close to 90% of all employees and, uh, quite frankly, have been the job creators over the last uh, 20 years. And the innovation and entrepreneurship across the company is just uh, spectacular, uh, unlike any place in the world. So clearly, this was a major impact, um, you know, with uh, everyone going home. And I would say prior to covid some of our biggest products and solutions have been transforming the way that uh, people go about business, especially as they're going into the cloud um, and uh, getting equipment off-prem and being much more flexible. Connectivity, whether wired or wireless, is super important uh, for that. What we saw, though, in the first uh, 30 days was uh, just an insatiable demand for high-quality network products and solutions uh, like we provide. Um, the, the networks um, are the key piece of all of this. And then you're, you're going to move mission critical applications and things that you're doing from your traditional, you know, four walls in your office. And now it's going to be mobilized across many different places to where your employees are. Um, and then as you're trying to stand those businesses up in a much different and flexible way, um, uh, that's what we have been aggressively uh, assisting our customers. I, I think that initially some customers thought this would go on for two or three weeks. And uh, so we've had kind of ebbs and flows. Uh, but, but quite frankly, um, um, our businesses have been very busy um, assisting customers while we're caring for the safety of our customers, because sometimes uh, we've had to do self-installs and things like that, especially around our wireline business where we won't we wouldn't go into a particular office unless it was the healthcare or, um, you know, uh, uh, mission critical, uh, et cetera. But the mobility of wireless has really been able to be a major assist in uh, customers that uh, are expanding their businesses outside their traditional four walls as we're starting to kind of come out of this. And I'm seeing green shoots, Dan, uh, in and around this, but this will have lasting impact. And I think the impact uh, to um, the customers, um, the ones that will be um, the most successful is the ones that will continue to transform their business uh, to be very flexible um, and uh, to do that with uh, technologies and uh, networks, both wired and wireline. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. So, TJ, I saw in a new Forbes ranking of the country's largest 100 employers' response to the pandemic, Verizon was ranked number one. Beyond how you're helping customers, what has this meant for Verizon's relationship with the overall communities it serves? Dan, I can't, I, you know, when we went into this, I, no, no one in our company was thinking, oh, we're going to go after some sort of ranking. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, these, yeah. these were unprecedented times and um, we came out of the gates uh, right away um, in, you know, when the kids went home. Uh, and they weren't in school. A lot of a lot of students across the U.S. That's where they get their 
at least one of their uh, meals or two of their meals a day at. So um, Verizon, you know, Verizon's a collection of employees and our culture. And we've always, um, in the times that I've been with Verizon over the last 27 years, we, you know, part of our culture is, uh, you know, we live in the communities in which we serve and, and we serve those. We have an obligation and society is one of our four um, stakeholders and they're equal stakeholders as our CEO Hans Vesper says all the time. But uh, initially, you know, we, we have uh, made some enormous, um, not just donations, but just things that we've done, whether it was uh, Verizon food for the front lines, right? It's kind of, it was a grassroots thing that came out of New York. We were working with some small businesses and trying to uh, uh, help the healthcare workers and what was happening there in New York City. So we started using small businesses and uh, to help feed, you know, we were funding those things and we provided over 80,000 meals to healthcare workers, um, you know, uh, in New York. We took that program to Detroit, working with like Ford Motor Company. Um, I'm very excited about what our marketing teams uh, did with Pay It Forward Live. Uh, Pay It Forward uh, came out of the gates and was to encourage, uh, you know, to have kind of weekly streaming events that we mm-hmm. had on all our platforms. Uh, whether it was Dave Matthews or other other um, you know uh, entertainment and the gaming ones where I, I didn't know anything about this where people would watch other people game, uh, but my 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 son was really into it uh-huh. and yeah. uh, watching that. But we've had over seventy million views of those events uh, since wow. we started that, and um, you know just and then what we did with that was we. Uh, um, we announced uh, $7.5 million worth of grants to the local initiative corporation, support corporation, um, to give small business grants um, uh, across uh, across the United States, um, you know, to help them you know, make payroll, rent, uh, operational needs, et cetera. And I had the opportunity, Dan, last week, um, we brought on one of those uh, grant recipients um, and uh, brought him onto an all-employee webcast we do every day. And uh, Thad, from uh, who owns Major League Barbershop in Cleveland, Ohio, um, you know, was showing us his business. You know how important his business is as a community. I couldn't have been more proud to be a part of that and uh, to have uh, uh, been able to grant him those dollars to continue to drive his business. So as he's coming out of this, he'll come out stronger uh, because of it. So we've done some uh, free uh, every week. We're doing free small business uh, webinar series. We've had close to 15,000 folks that have watched those. And these are things, Dan, where we bring in not really talk about Verizon solutions, more uh, to talk about uh, things that they can do to assist their business. Where We brought in the small business administrators uh, to say, you know, how you would take advantage of certain government fundings from across the U.S. to help your business get through. And then, uh, you know, um, we started partnerships with other large brands like um, American Express, uh, Stand for Small. They've had a, a long history uh, with small business. We have as well. And, uh, you know, we've uh, participated in the program, bringing just a series of tools and services uh, for those customers. So uh, we'll continue to do this. Um, but um, I think that it's just it makes you feel proud and all the work that we're doing uh, to uh, care for these small and medium businesses. And I think that ultimately, um, uh, we will we will get through this. The fog is lifting, um, but we'll need to uh, continue uh, to assist small and medium business in the United States uh, to get uh, us back to where we were prior to this and uh, um, get people back working again. Um, 
in a, in a safe, um, uh, in a safe environment. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is just to, to feel like you're keeping some sort of momentum and connection going and kind of actively thinking about, uh, new, uh, relationships, uh, new ideas, and just keep the vibrancy there as opposed to kind of sitting back and, and just, just being overwhelmed by the uncertainty. And certainly during a pandemic and related business disruption, it can feel sometimes like there are more questions than answers. But when you think about the future of Verizon, TJ, the positive impact it can have, your role in all that, what gets you the most excited? Well, um, you know, these have been been stressful times. Uh, But I I will tell you uh, what gets me excited is when I start seeing leading indicators, uh, and we've had uh, we've done our own surveying uh, recently, and then it's been backed up by uh, some some large uh, consulting companies that have assisted us. Um, we're we're seeing where you know, close to seventy percent of uh, small businesses uh, think that they can uh, recoup losses that they've had during COVID, and uh, uh, almost fifty percent say uh, un- they'll unlikely need to uh, have smaller staffs. I mean, th- these are the kind of things that should give us all a lot of confidence uh, on what's happening in there. And, and I think that um, uh, th- these are the kind of things that I, I feel very confident about. And I'm very confident about the technologies on how to assist them um, in, in, in these kind of uh, stormy waters. You know, leadership, Dan, I mean, you, you've heard this, right? Uh, and and, and I, we can, I consider Verizon to be the leader, but leadership is uh, easy uh, when, you know, the skies are blue and, you know, you got fair winds and uh, following seas, right? Where leadership really matters is uh, when it's stormy outside. And uh, I think that uh, we have stepped up. We'll need to continue to do that. Uh, but that's what's giving me confidence. And I'm starting to see already, even within our own business, uh, from a sales and solutions perspective, uh, again, a lot of green shoots, uh, especially geogra- in certain geographics and certain verticals, uh, across uh, the U.S., uh, where things are coming back to life, and, and the faster that that happens uh, in, in a safe way, uh, the better everything will be for all of us. Well, TJ, thanks again for coming and sharing insights. Uh, certainly, all the efforts uh, that Verizon is making to help business navigate through all this uncertainty—it certainly bodes well for the future. And, and really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights. Dan, I, I really appreciate your time, and uh, th- there's uh, th- there's no better calling uh, than to assist small and medium businesses across the U.S. as we're navigating through this, and to make sure as we get through this that we come out of this much more flexible uh, to where we can navigate this uh, in a quicker way if there's ever a next time, uh, but then also making sure that uh, everyone has access to the same technologies. It's not just large enterprises like us, uh, but it's all uh, companies, big or small, whether it's a one-person uh, shop that you're in your garage or it's a, a company like ours with 140,000 employees uh, globally. So uh, I appreciate your time, Dan, and uh, please stay safe. Will do. And a reminder to everyone out there, we've made this podcast very accessible. You can check us out uh, directly on the marketimpactnow.com website. Of course, you can also listen on Apple Podcast, also through Spotify. Please continue to give us feedback. Uh, We've been getting some great feedback, uh, your ideas, positive feedback. It's really encouraging. So please continue to do that. And also please remember to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest 
and business leadership perspectives. So long until next time. Until next time.